welcome to Lorkville, ladies. I'm Michelle. I'm Matt. I'm COVID-19 positive. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Frank's finally got the plague. He's outed himself. Yep. The first, the first Mort villain to get it. First one vaccinated. I know I got the hoopty one, but yeah, yeah, you did. So that makes sense. Yep. First one vaccinated. Got the hoopty one, and the first one to get COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure one. we've all had it. We just haven't. <laughs> You're a trendsetter, Frank. No, you know what though? It makes me feel better in the fe- in the sense that like you don't seem sick remotely. You're like, I feel fine. I feel no nothing. And you got the bootleg vaccine, so I'm like, oh. Right. Dude. Like, I think you even look better than normal. Yep. <laughs> well, yeah, we're we're boosted. So yeah, my whole family has it in Florida. Everyone. Oh, that's hard to believe. Oh, they do. They, they haven't gotten it once yet, and they haven't. Yeah. They've I don't avoided know, it. My mom, her husband, my sister, my brother-in-law. I don't know if my sister has it, but I assume. Are they mom, all vaxxed? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're all vaccinated. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, they all got their boosters, too, except for the kids, my mom and her husband. Boosted. Hmm. Well, that's a shame. I think they're all fine. Everybody I've talked to, I know a lot of people that have had it, and they've all been fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, didn't you say Pat just, like, held up in his Airbnb and smoked weed and played video games? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, everyone that has gotten it, from what I've heard, is just like, yeah, it was a nice mental break to like hang out for five days. Well, Pat said he he whatever happened, he was exposed something, and he he took a test. It said positive. Then he went to the doctor wherever to get like a prof- whatever the PCR test or whichever one, and it was negative. And so then he went home and hung out with his wife and kids all weekend. That was like Friday. Doesn't uh, he normally do that? Yeah, because they said it was negative. He that's oh, what he, he, oh, he just yeah, was yeah. like, okay, no problem. And then on Monday he had to go back to the doctor and they tested him again. They're like, nope, positive. So he's like, oh well, I guess I did have it the whole time, but none of his family <laughs> got it. <laughs> so he was off school for the week and he has an Airbnb and he just went and stayed in the Airbnb and he's like, I don't know, I just played video games and I just took a big bag of weed and just smoked weed the whole time. <laughs> well, no, he but he doesn't. He used to. I mean, when we were when I was growing up with him, we used to smoke weed all the time, obviously or whatever. But he's like, Not doesn't do any of that now. So I'm teacher. like, 
Yeah, he 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 like does not smoke weed at all on a regular basis. So he just aware. like so went on Airbnb like, and rented one. No, for this he has occasion. one. Oh, he has one. Yeah, okay. that's mostly. He has one. I don't want to tell too much of his information. He has one that he's like, it's too much hassle. I don't really do it much. So it's basically just like an empty <laughs> apartment in the town he lives in. Oh, this yeah. is the one he offered where he was like, if yeah, you guys like come, if we go, we would in stay in it probably. Yeah, yeah or whatever. but he, he calls it the Airbnb. Yet it doesn't really. He, he doesn't never hardly <laughs> ever rents it. It's his flop house. But yeah, he said he, he, I talked to him on the phone. He was like, oh, I, you know, my throat really hurt, but I just been blowing weed like for four days straight and I don't, even, I don't smoke. So I, that might be, didn't you say Frank, you woke up and you felt like shit and then you were like, oh no, I'm just hungover. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, a couple of nights ago, I like, well, I, I knew I was hungover, but I was like, man, I'm really hungover. And yeah, I, I took one Advil, and then a half hour later, I was like, Boop just totally fine." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One of the guys I worked with quarantined for ten days, and then finally got a rapid test, took it, and was still positive. So it's like, yeah, the fuck, yeah. And he had symptoms like bad. Symptoms. I mean, that's part of the reason it's whatever. I don't want to go too far into it, but that's part of the reason that it's still a little bit scary or weird is because it just seems like there's such a crazy spectrum of like some people are like oh dude i was fucked up i felt so bad blah 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 right and then other people literally don't even get a symptom or like just nothing where i'm like yeah i don't know it still makes you just i mean yeah. i feel like it's all i mean i'm not a scientist obviously but it's all like loop de land like one person is like dying sick of it and another person is just like it's very chill i, I mean think, most people seem pretty chill right. but. I, eventually when in years and years from now when they've studied enough they're gonna because they were saying this a year ago they're like there might be some shit with blood types or some there's some there's probably some genetic or physical there's some difference and some people get really sick from it and some people have just nothing like no effect whatsoever i'm like i don't know my brother said he got it or he he didn't he never got tested but he's like you know i traveled for work i went to las yeah. vegas and then i came back and i was really sick like for a week where he's like i almost went to the hospital i felt so bad oh and then it just went away and i'm fine but i'm like yeah that versus you're like totally i mean i don't know i don't know there's no rhyme or reason to like yeah yeah, well, being, really being Basque, I have more Neanderthal. Yeah. Uh, so I, what should we, what should we, what should we get into first here? We have, I feel like we have a whole buffet we have a bevy of, here in front of us. Yeah. A menagerie of weird shit to talk about. Oh, nice I used one. to call it a melange, a mirage of things to talk about. Yeah. A mirage. A melange. <laughs> um i don't know should we go heavy i mean none of them are really heavy but like we can go with the lightest one first which seems like it's just crazy viral circulating everywhere eminem <laughs> did i watch those commercials the two that uh -huh. are on that gawker fucking link or whatever yeah it's so goddamn the rolling stones one no the one where she's like it's like american beauty she's like laying in a bed of grass and she's like raspberry lime coconut and like slowly yeah. like sexually yeah, shoving m&ms in her mouth it's fucking hilarious yeah, there see, was a I... podcast on my libraries this morning and it was like the main the main the title was goth chola m&m and i had to be like i'm not listening to that because they're gonna <laughs> give me like, weird ideas and infiltrate my brain and i need to be fresh for our podcast i don't even i honestly looked up nothing about this at whatsoever i just i'm the picture i sent you guys is 100%. oh it's just if you google yeah 
green Eminem that like headlines, dude. So I'll read, I'll read the three. I'll read. So the you th- didn't read any of the articles. I, 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 I googled what you googled, can... and then I watched them. The Rolling Stones no. article was it, it cracked me up. I was like, "How did this get published?" I'm happy about it, but okay, I'm like, okay. So, so if you just to... all I did was Google Green Eminem slut, you, dumpy slut, and no, 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 no. Oh no, well, I, I just googled dumpy. So maybe I got the better. <laughs> I googled Green Eminem slut and just hit the news tab, and the first things that come up, <laughs> the first four things. This is just what the internet showed me is. A Rolling Stone article entitled Let the Green Eminem Be a Nasty Little Slut. <laughs> the next one The next one is an article from The Guardian called Eminems Are Slut Shaming the Green One. This is not what Gen Z wants. I saw that. Okay. Then third one is a Gawker article. They made the green Eminem a dumpy slut. That's the one I read. <laughs> and then the fourth one is from the blast Instagram, Twitter implode over Eminem's allegedly slut shaming green candy. So my first, my first, no, I didn't read any of this because my first thing is that tells you all you need to know right there is if Twitter implodes about something, no one cares. Mm-hmm. No one in reality cares about whatever yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. It's anything that's like the headline is like Twitter goes bonkers because such and such. It's a thing that if you walk down the street, no one that you know would. Oh, know. I have not heard anything about this Eminem. No. Yeah. My, no. my wife had no idea. No, it's something no one cares about. But then in retrospect, I feel like from reading those headlines, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can imagine what's happening here. Right. Where it's like. You remember when, remember when they, cause I'm old enough to remember when they invented the green M&M yes. because yeah, yeah, yeah. the M&Ms used to just be dudes, which I guess that was misogynist. So then they made mm-hmm. a girl M&M, but she was kind of slutty. I mean, she was suggestive. You know, the green M&M was like, Hey boy, there's a video where she's describing things and the male M&Ms are melting. <laughs> like, oh. That's one yeah. of the commercials. I just nutted. In the Rolling Stones article, they're like, they basically just talk about how angry they are because over like decades, she's built her brand as being a dumpy slut. And like <laughs> now they're taking all of that away and giving her Larry David tennis shoes and being like, like this is this like, you now. And like they're Kirkland like, brand. Yeah, yeah. They're like, you're silencing <laughs> dumpy sluts like me. And the lady who like wrote the article was like, let dumpy sluts have their, have their visibility in the mainstream. How dare you? And uh, yeah, it was pretty fun. Yeah. Funny. I definitely, I saw memes that were so, I saw like the different, the redesign is like, she used to have like knee high boots mm-hmm. and now the new one. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah, Larry like go-go boots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get some kids on. Uh-huh. No, but the really, I mean, this without, I don't want to sound like a, well, you know, I know I'm, I'm a extreme crypto fascist or whatever, but it's like, this is like the weird thing with like crazy, whatever, wherever our culture is at this point where it's like, okay, so I can understand the point of where basically the type of people who are like, that's not funny would be like, Oh, that green M&M is like the sexualized M&M that's like degrading to women or what? Okay. I get that would be the first. Okay. So then they're like, well, we got to fix the M&M. And then another group of people are like, we're dumpy sluts. And we are mad that you're erasing our existence by getting rid of the slutty <laughs> boots on the M&M. Which yep. is like, dude, step and one. And the other side is dudes that are like, yeah, yeah, it's a whole. I don't, yeah. I don't think the entire thing is. I don't think any dudes no. give a shit. We're, we're, talking, we're talking about the 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 entire argument here is about where on the spectrum of fuckability does a cartoon piece of candy fall? 
<laughs> which is like fucking gives a fuck man like it is so like not a real it doesn't matter fucking at all like who gives a shit at all plus there's way there's pieces of candies that are way easier to fuck well no an m&m you can put in holes but well but what are we talking about what about the car we're talking about the cartoon no one's really yeah, no one's a I, I mean What'd i watched say? the video and i started to get a little half chub <laughs> What of the you watch the video? What I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. The seductive Eminem video where it was like, oh, <laughs> the raspberry even... coconut, and she's See, like the, rubbing the, her lips. It's working on. Yeah, I know. Did you run out and buy Eminems? Yeah, I was like, babe, we got any of those fucking raspberry coconut Eminems. <laughs> I want to fuck weird one. Part is like they left the, which could be like kind of uh analyzed as something totally different but they left the brown m&m to be super slutty still so i'm not gonna touch that with a 10-foot well that's what they did they the brown the brown m&m had really really high like i guess uh high heels and they made them like kitten heels after the rebrand but i'm just like i don't yeah i I saw some meme that terry posted with tucker carlson and the brown M&M, but that's all I need to see. And I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Well, nope, and I don't know how much of those are real or just people re, just people Photoshop a new title into like a yeah, yeah, yeah. Tucker Carlson or whatever. <laughs> but uh, the other thing is like, this is because this is like the whole thing. This is why it's so funny is, is that this is like the, uh, this is the whole the whole deal with like you know greenwashing like when corporations like pretend that they're like you know uh, environmentally friendly but it's really just like a marketing ploy to like sell whatever and they're not actually environmentally friendly you know they put the green little yeah what was that company that was like if you care or whatever i don't care i don't know i don't know (laughs) there was a company like that was that was all biodegradable and it was called if you care oh no that's all everything now is it's like you know it's been going on for 20 years where they and you don't you're not really like researching what the thing is you just I mean, look at it and you're like, okay. itself is greenwashing yeah whatever that's what i'm saying but the new thing is this which is it's it's like identity washing where they do some shit because they literally are in a lawsuit where they have child slaves in africa yeah. getting the cocoa like that's where it's coming from is actual child children slaves in africa get the chocolate like get the cocoa beans to make the chocolate in a fucking m&m and they're like, no, they, but the green one's not slutty anymore. Are you right, guys? There's, a, there's cool. like a boardroom like, meeting where they're like, fuck, what are we going to do about this lawsuit? Yeah. Let's yeah. Let's, let's, let's change the shoes. We're For good. real, dude. <laughs> dude. It costs, we're like, hire a couple designers. We'll change the shoes because they're like, oh, again, this is, this is the whole, that's why it's so funny because any sort of meaningful change would cost them a bunch of money if they had to actually pay Dude, have you ever seen you go to like a fucking Whole Foods or whatever? You're, you look at a fucking a, like bar of chocolate that's a that's like a fair trade, like you know ethically oh, it's like five dollar bar of chocolate. Yeah. Oh, more than that, yeah. more than that, dude. Like that's all actual, my wife eats if she eats chocolate, it's like well, right. Which I'm not, I'm not even mad about that, but I'm just saying like if you think that normal the average person that buys a Hershey fucking bar at the gas station is gonna be like oh cool seven dollars, no problem. Like right. yeah, I mean they they would if that was just the cost, but I'm saying these the corporations are like rather than solve the problem that they're using child slaves to make the product they're like how about we change the cartoon's shoes will that will that trick them into like whatever like it's so fucking dumb dude i tried to explain to my daughter on halloween that like half the candy she eats was packaged by kids who never get to eat candy 
Oh, good. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Awesome Halloween. Yeah. I know. Did she shove you in? I was a- like, oh, and this one was from a little girl in Sri Lanka. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything else to say about the green M&M, but it's just like I said, I mean, that's the, the funniest thing ever is that like we could be taxing corporations or billionaires or whatever or like fixing bridges and it's like people are arguing about how fuckable is the can the candy cartoon i hope i hope this is a trend i hope like they turn like the peanut man into like a a, uh a male porn star an an nb like uh like non-binary figure i think the peanut is pretty non-binary at this point yeah i mean i mean he's pretty androgynous i mean he has legs and a shape yeah like what it's not uh, the shape of a peanut oh, it doesn't really seem he, male or he female. has a top hat and a cane and a little mustache and a monocle why, why is that a man thing though yeah i know why, why are high heels a woman thing we didn't say they were she oh. just happens to be female oh okay she's just slutty it is just slutty because of the high heels they are no i mean the behavior the behavior slutty. is what's slutty about the green m&m it's not really for all yeah. we know the green m&m is I mean, as a man it's, I mean, it's, it's really... taking male m&m dick in the butt that makes that that green m&m slutty we know that <laughs> for fact but, but m&ms don't really have dicks in the commercial i guess michelle's right like mr peanut <laughs> i mean how do you yeah, how do you know mr. in my opinion the monocle in the top hat is a little bit into drag king territory of like i don't know yeah. i don't know any dudes yeah, that's anyway. that way the only place I, mean, I would ever a monopoly man Mr. or whatever. Peanut, so right. Have you ever been to a drag show? I'm like, yeah, dude. It's a chick. That's okay. it's a drag. Sounds game. like you should be hired by Mars Corporation. Yeah, really... it sounds like I should. Mars, give me a call. <laughs> probably do a whole lot better I'll job than fucking changing the goddamn strategy. shoes for rebranding. Yeah, I, I feel like right. I yeah I could. I'll make all the I'll make all the mascots fucking non-binary. It'll be a fucking mystery who's doing. They're all fucking and sucking. Nobody knows who's sucking what or fucking what, but they'll i'll be fucking going after it i'm like that's fine with me hire me <laughs> i mean what do you think the people that made the decision to re to reshoe the fucking green m&m what do you think they get paid in a year all the m&ms are fucking <laughs> and sucking there's no fucking <laughs> it's not dog shit they probably make the same or they more money than the, any of the 22 year old interns not do true. this shit not because they're all. the ones that have the finger on the pulse interns are not doing this this is done by 55 year old gen x slash boomer people are the oh, ones yeah. making these decisions i mean frank frank just nailed it like you know i mean you guys both did but whatever it's like oh what do we do about this situation with the slaves let's just change the shoes like yeah. A, a, yeah. an intern wouldn't have thought that they would have thought of something else and they're like no that costs yeah. too much money we're just going to change the yeah situation. yeah i guess let's put it this way even if an intern had to actually redo the design they're not the one that made the strategic decision like this is what we need to do no that was a board no. of a fucking old no that's middle-aged fucking liberals that's that's yeah the people that are all concerned with you know oh well it doesn't matter what we do it doesn't matter nothing financial or economic matters doesn't matter what we actually do as long as we pay some sort of lip service to like diversity in the cartoon candy and like everybody will be totally cool with it or whatever Uh, i mean yeah but the thing is it's not even diversity it's just all they did was change the shoes yes so maybe they just want to make the green m&m lady a sensible walker to be able to yeah. i mean what really changed besides the well, shoes? she's getting older so maybe they're orthopedics exactly yeah i mean but come on like matt said i think i think you would be very surprised if you went back and watched when they when they introduced the green m&m 
it was now in retrospect. It's the same thing of when you watch old stuff, you're like, whoa, geez, I can't believe yeah, yeah. That, that was on television. Yeah. If you watch the initial like commercials of when they were like, they introduced the green M&M, it's yeah. for real. Like, I just like to suck dick. Yeah. I mean, M&M, like it yeah. was, I bet you it's pretty loud. Remember like, the double my commercials? The what? The, twin, the twins with the du- the gum commercials, double your pleasure, double your fun. It's two chicks. Yeah. Like that yeah. was the du- the double make gum commercial. Yeah, you're just Damn. double your pleasure. Like what? What does that mean? Oh, you're gonna fuck these. Uh, that was the logo for double make gum. Double your pleasure, double your fun. Yeah, yeah. Double make gum. Yeah. When have you ever been like this? Gum is giving me pleasure. No. <laughs> the twins, uh, however, in the uh, commercial. Ah. Uh, what's up with meatloaf? Meatloaf is dead. And I would do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, Meatloaf died. So I know. You That's your know. fucking face. <laughs> did, did Meatloaf really die? Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. Would, I mean, I didn't. I just assumed you How do you know about the green M&M and you don't know Meatloaf died? <laughs> I mean, I don't <laughs> um, So I know you hate it when I tell these stories, Taryn. Believe me. Believe me or don't believe me. It's fine. Sure. But I talked to I talked to my mom today and I said, hey, I, did you hear your buddy died? And she's like, he's not my buddy. He was annoying. I didn't like him. So apparently, like, my mom's husband was in a band, and Meatloaf used to play with them. Mm-hmm. So they all hated Meatloaf, and he would, like, follow them around, and they'd be like, get out of here, Meatloaf. So anyways, my mom was telling me that story again today. The thing is that I don't hate the story if you ha- if you have an actual story. That's the, the thing. story was that he said, I'm going Nobody to- liked him. All right. No- nobody liked him. This is the story my mom told me today. Yeah. Nobody liked him, and... He she did like, bang him though. No, uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, turns out my dad died today or whatever. Don't slut shame. But uh, like no, your, so your mom. They all hated him, and one time her he was like, "Hey, can I borrow fifty bucks to move to L.A.?" And her friends like, "Sure," and gave him fifty bucks, and they never. It's saw not him true because he moved to L.A. from Texas. I read his whole biography. That's what she, my mom told me today. I'm right. Not so not only true. is there not much of a story, it's most likely not true. So this this is why you prefaced it with I know you hate when I do this, and it's because I don't believe you, and they never there's never a good story. If it was a lie, but it was inter- entertaining or there was a good story, I'd be like, All right, dude, all right, that's a good one. Regardless of Frank, true. I told Frank earlier today, I'm not gonna tell this story because it. <laughs> No, it's gotta be yes. either true or entertaining. But if it's not true and not entertaining, it's like, all right, dude. I just think it's funny that he would come around and they'd be like, Get out of here, meatloaf. I don't know. That's funny to me, but sure. We'll take Hello, a poll darkness, my old friend. Well, is there legs with him dying? Well, they haven't said What's that? Nothing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, they, he, um, they haven't said that he died from COVID, but he's been very strong on the, uh, anti-vax. Yeah. Like he, well, shared, he shared the Eric Clapton video on his Facebook. Which, which him, another, <laughs> I know another, an anti-mask dude kicking the bucket had me revisiting the fucking Eric Clapton video that we watched on the show. Dude. Uh. I can't take this BS any longer. Oh, it's still the funniest fucking what lyric piece of in shit, song dude. history. Dude, I can't take this BS any longer. To me, it's so fucking funny. I'm sorry. It's the weird thing is, it's like, you could say bullshit. It's the same amount of syllables. I, I know. that's the, dude, yeah. dude, That is just the funniest lyric. He didn't lyric. want to offend the rest of his audience. By saying, oh, I not can't like take this BS any longer. Okay. It's going to, for me, that's the thing where I'm like, when I'm walking around like Tuesday morning, I'm like, where are my shoes? 
I can't take this <laughs> Today, today I was on my way. I was driving on I five and I got cut off, and I'm like, I can't take this <laughs> any longer. But uh, yeah, I think I think meatloaf is fucking awful. I mean, like oh, I was telling yeah. you guys, yeah. it's show tune rock. It's weird. It's it literally it's like it's like Broadway musical music. It's not rock and roll at all. Well, it's not yeah. good. It's it's straight up like if you try to listen to it, it's like all piano, which I like the piano, but not in that sense of like it's literally sounds like show tunes. It's like ripping off Guns and Roses, like the latest no, stuff. No, but like no, no. I mean like November Rain. Like like there's no. like it He's, feels like he it's predates that off. No, he predates that by a by a huge margin. Anything for love doesn't. No, but his whole career was. I'm telling you. No, I'm old, talking about like anything for love. But yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Did he only make the three albums though? Uh, no, he made a bunch, but those oh, are those are the important ones. Oh, okay. I never knew this, but I looked him up, and it's like he was in musicals forever. Yeah, he was in the yeah. Rocky before he was a solo. No, before that even on oh, stage. Really? So his in, he's literally a musical theater. No wonder the shit sucks, dude. It's like Andrew Lloyd Webber, or it's like fucking cats, right. or it's musical music. Oh, yeah. That's and all that video it is. is it's a like, perfect example of that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, like, I have no shit of like, oh, no, Meatloaf died. Oh, my God, what a... It's like, no, that, that album cover is the most misleading thing that's the most misleading oh, man, album cover in human history. Yeah, yeah, like, there's no... No, I think Frank said that. There's no... It looks like it would be badass. It looks like it should be like a Motorhead record. It's like a a motorcycle oh, out of hell, out of hell oh, yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then oh. it's show tunes. Yeah, my mom had that, and I put it in one time based on the album cover, and I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, yeah. this is hot garbage." It's terrible. <laughs> no, and also to just to go back a minute, I fucking hate Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes, and I'm, I and agree I, with you one hundred percent. I hate it. Like I'm gonna pronounce that perfectly. I hate it. Yes. I it's fucking awful. hate Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's, it's and terrible. people our age that like it are grabbing onto something they don't belong. They should not touch. The only that, good thing about it is Susan Sarandon in her underwear. That's Susan it. Sarandon is very attractive in that movie. And, yes. And that's I've the seen, only redeeming. But I've never seen the movie. I've only seen pictures of Susan Oh, Sarandon I liked it when I was 13. I've never seen it. I've seen parts of it, and it's too bad. I when I was 13 it. years old, I was like, whoa, this is weird. Like there's fucking dudes in fishnets and like uh, fucking weird scientists and fucking monsters. I'm like, yeah, I get right. when you're like it's a rock opera or whatever. Yeah, 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 acceptable sure. for like a 12, 13 year old. Yeah, right. sure. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But like an adult person, it's like, oh, I just love it's a fucking musical, dude. Like I don't there's no there's no musicals are just awful. They're they're It's they're they're a. a musicals spit in the face of god they're fucking they're offensive i, I hate them dude. like so bad yes but uh the video for i will do anything for love or whatever oh which we watched today i don't know if you watched it michelle yeah i watched no i didn't the three of us did <laughs> so it was directed by michael bay first of all right out of the gate that's like, wild oh, oh boy uh and the song is uh, I almost want to watch 12 minutes long, yeah. Okay, no, it's 12 minutes long. 12. They edited for the video, they cut it down to seven minutes, and then just when you listen to it, literally nothing happens. It's the same thing over and over for seven minutes, dude. There's no, it's just piano and singing the same. There's two parts that go back and forth fucking forever. There's nothing, nothing happens in the song, right? Now. Uh, let me read a little bit of a 
a description of the video for anyone that hasn't watched it. And this was on, it was 1993, so I would have been 12, 11 or 12. 1983, Terry. 1993. Oh, okay. You said 83. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I said 93. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I said no, it's that. fine. You're 12. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was on MTV 500 times. In oh, I saw it every day. I, I watched it over and over and over and over. And then I yep. did not watch it for 30 years until today. <laughs> Me too. Same story. Yeah. Cinematographer was the guy, the same cinematographer as Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is That's bizarre. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, the video is based on Beauty and the Beast and Phantom of the Opera. Yes, I knew so, that much. So this is Meatloaf, who is already fucking repulsive, in prosthetic makeup to look like a monster. Yes. Like, and in the first 60 seconds, he kills a police officer. Just immediately, he kills a cop. Which I'm like, whoa, dude, like how how is this on MTV? There's a police murder right in the first minute or something. So I don't know if, would you mind if I just read the, the, the synopsis here of the video? Michelle, no. is that okay with you? Why are you asking me? Well, I know you're as you maybe don't have the same point of reference for this for this video where everybody else watched it and also grew up looking at it or whatever. So mm. it's probably boring to you. We see the beast character, a deformed man portrayed by Milo, which is just like he's already deformed. <laughs> a deformed man portrayed by a deformed man. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's like 300 I pounds. I don't, and... He wasn't like. <laughs> on a motorbike being chased by police officers on a helicopter. As the chase continues into the night, he passes into a graveyard into what appears to be a very ornate mausoleum hiding from his pursuers. He mournfully examines his deformed hands and features. As the officers enter and examine the mausoleum, he crashes through the wall with his motorbike and accidentally knocks down a police officer whose shotgun goes off. This causes one of the chandeliers on the ceiling to fall and kill the officer. In a mausoleum? Yes. There's a chandelier? This is like the first minute of the fucking video, dude. Yeah, and it's all... The song really hasn't even it's really... It's kind of hard to see, too. It's just like... Yeah. Helicopter sounds at this point. In desperation, the beast flees into the nearby woods where he comes across a beautiful woman bathing slash cooling herself by a fountain. The okay, woman, yes. the woman yeah. appears to be in sunny daylight while a the rest fountain of the woods, in the Midwest woods. Yeah, while the rest of the woods and castle clearly show that it is nighttime. The woman looks into a mirror and glimpses the beast watching her. She turns and he flees, leaving only an amulet hanging on a branch. The woman <laughs> picks it up and pursues him. As she approaches the castle, they don't even. There's like the castle. What the what the fuck? <laughs> the beast is watching her movements through the reflection of his drink. So he's like looking in a goblet and her like she's projected inside the like goblet of liquid that he's drinking. Yeah. As While eating comes, green M&Ms. Yeah, she comes into the castle. The beast hurriedly removes himself. Now, every time it says the beast, we're talking about meatloaf, all 300 pounds of him mm. with yes. very hilarious latex prosthetic makeup on and long yes. fingernails. We're talking about the beast yeah. as a beast. Well, there was that. So in uh, the beauty and the beast, like the beast is a good looking prince. Right, like at the end, like after. it's like, oh, you're yeah. beautiful. Yeah, after, yeah. yeah, if the makeup came off, she'd be more, like more. Meatloaf is still repulsive. No, I know that's the funny thing. <laughs> Making like, him it, a beast is like he's already. De- we're, we're not there like, yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Frank? Oh no, it's fine. Uh, as she comes into the castle, the beast hurriedly removes himself. The woman sits in his chair and rests by the fire. The beast watches her from his hall of mirrors and contemplates approaching her, but is ashamed of his appearance. She is later seen having a bath. Again? 
Interspersed with the police officers finding the dead officer's body and preparing to raid the castle. Fucking wacky. <laughs> I like how like the local cops are like, how the fuck did a castle get in here? Let's go in there and check it out. <laughs> she is later seen trying to sleep for no reason. She's later seen trying to sleep while being seduced by three vampy women while the beast sits in a chair, <laughs> a reference to Dracula and the Brides. The beast leaves the room and seeing his reflection begins to smash up the mirrors. He did that. He did that quite frequently, I think, outside of the, the video, probably. The woman, hearing the noise, comes out and follows him into a presumable living room. I don't know what that phrase means, presumable living room in the castle, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. The beast observes her from above and levitates the chair she is sitting on. Wait, what? How is he out the love? <laughs> that's, that's, what I, that's why I'm reading this, because it just, watching it makes no sense. <laughs> reading it written down, it makes even less sense. Yeah. The beast, then hearing the officers are near, moves away and pulls the chair back down, breaking a lamp. That's important. <laughs> yeah. The two run away, and the woman removes the beast's hood so she can look at him clearly. She accepts him and caresses his face while they embrace. As they pull away, the beast is returned to his human form. Just regular meatloaf. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, oh, God. And the two disappear just before the police catch them. The woman and the transformed beast finally ride off into the sunset on his motorbike. So that's all fine and dandy. What the fuck does that song have to do with Beauty and the Beast? Nothing or Phantom of the It's 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 yeah. just like, they're just fucking show tunes. Is it That's for it. The song I could do anything. Yes, well, I would do anything for love, but I, I won't do that. that. So what is that? You won't do him once he's transformed don't back do, into she him. Don't do the beast. But <laughs> she <laughs> him after. No, the funny the funny thing is because I was reading about all this today. He's like. In multiple interviews, he was like, you know, I get asked that all the time. People never stop asking, what is that? But if you just listen to the song, every time I say that, the lyric before says something that I would do, and then I say I won't do that. So so apparently the way the song, the song goes on for seven minutes of the same thing, and he says yeah. it over and over. So each time before he says it, he yeah. says something where he <laughs> goes. a Cuban sandwich, I would. <laughs> yeah, he says. Eat mashed potatoes. Well, he says something like, forget about you and never talk again. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. So he's the referencing thing the thing he said right before yeah, yeah, yeah. every time he oh, says it. 12 fucking minutes. Dude, can you? I've only heard the seven minutes version. I've never. Well, I have heard it because my mom used to listen to it in the car. So the video is seven to minutes. She really like him for hating him. She had his record and she'd listen to She didn't him hate him. She just thought he was a nerd, but she's still. She's, she's not a character in this story. 12 fucking minutes. How could the song possibly be 12 minutes long? The video seems like it's 400 years long. It's so oh, yeah. musically nothing happens. It's just like yeah, no. the same part. If if you weren't watching all the bullshit with him with fucking long nails on and glancing into a goblet and shit, how could you sit and listen to it for seven minutes? And apparently they were very mad when they were told, like, you have to trim it down to fucking, you know, seven minutes. They were like, how dare you? It's a masterpiece. It's all 12 minutes are crucial to the song being. What about the four minutes of them running through the woods? (laughs) Yeah, we have to cut that. Two bathing scenes. We can only have one. (laughs) And where do the Dracula chicks come from? For like, what does the beast have? Dracula women. Dracula women can Um, say. So the other thing is all of his all of his music 
that, that I mean, I, w- I wouldn't say his good music, but his popular, all of his music that's that's considered good or that people like or whatever, was written by a dude named Jim Steinman. So he had no, he didn't have anything to do with writing any of this music. It's just, which is literally, it's fucking show tunes, dude. Right. And the dude was yeah, like yeah. a fucking opera, like the dude was a musical writer. So yeah. all the shit is just musical music. But uh, he wrote all that Bad Out of Hell record. And then he wrote... um. Total Eclipse of the Heart and Making Love Out of Nothing at All, both for Meatloaf. But Meatloaf's record label would not pay him for the song rights. So Total Eclipse of the Heart went to like Bonnie Tyler or whoever. Mm-hmm. And Making Love Out of Nothing at All went to some other 80s, whatever. Somebody else paid for it. Yeah. Supposedly, now I saw some tweets or whatever, which doesn't really matter. Who knows if this is true? Apparently, Meatloaf and Jim Steinman had a, quote, special relationship. You bet they did. And all these songs were like written by the guy, like. But I won't do that for meatloaf. Like maybe about meatloaf. <laughs> I'll do anything for or, that, but I won't come out. Maybe I mean maybe so. Yeah, who know? Who knows? I don't know. Uh, and also, there's one more. He's like, no, Celine, you heard it in the thing. I said no, I won't. Anyway, sorry. The Celine Dion, uh, fucking. Uh, it's all coming back to me now. Boop, 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 that sounds like a meatloaf song. Boop, 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 but they all do. If you think about yeah, it, they yeah, all. Yeah, but totally. apparently, all those songs were written by the guy for Meatloaf, and just for <laughs> one reason or another, he couldn't do. It, which is like, man, those are a lot of. I, you know, right now, me and Matt are working on my music, and you know, Matt's helping. Matt's playing guitar and my songs and stuff, and I'm sending him stuff. I can't really imagine. Writing something like mm-hmm. Total Eclipse of the Heart and being like, Matt, this is just for you to perform. Please, I need you to, to I do I wish me. you would do that for me. <laughs> yeah, well, it's <laughs> also mind-boggling that there's all this like very like sensitive, sentimental, like lovey music, and it's for Meatloaf. Like, why? So, like, I don't know yeah. anything about him. Why did he? Why? Well, like Elton John. Elton John had a partnership like that, right? Like his buddy Bernie Toppin. Yeah, yeah. Bernie yeah. wrote like all those songs. They're good songs. Well, he wrote the lyrics. They wrote them the together. lyrics, and then and yeah. then no, but then, these these okay, are yeah, that's different. Jim Steinman wrote the whole thing. Yeah, the lyrics, the and melodies, the, and everything. the yeah, whole yeah, thing yeah. is like his fucking deal. Yeah, like Total Eclipse of the Heart isn't, it's not like the lyrics are so good somebody bought that. No, I just they meant, bought it, for I, the, it just meant the disparity between his name and the actual. No, I know, I know you did. He was saying something. Yeah, oh. no, you're, you're totally right. We're like, why are all these romantic fucking it's like torch songs? like a metal songs? band being called Little Fancy Boy or something. I don't know. It just seems like there's a mismatch. I, Meatloaf sucks. I mean, I have no, I have no, no. And, I think not, not to mention, like, he also turn into a right-wing fucking douchebag like dude he sang the national anthem at the Mitt romney fucking rnc and it is the worst thing ever oh, yeah, I saying i, I was... told frank i was like frank please google this if you haven't seen it <laughs> dude he's so out of key. and the rockets red black like it's so bad and he's like he's fat and sweaty he doesn't, he doesn't have like one he, good song he looks like he no. ate john goodman like while he's singing the song like it's so <laughs> bad no, he doesn't have one good song, but the, I, I, but I'm, I'm also just, I'm dorky enough about music that I find it interesting. All this shit about like the songwriter guy. And then this song, I mean, dude, if you imagine total eclipse of the heart, oh, as a meatloaf song, you're like, yeah, that tracks 100%. That <laughs> yeah, yeah. makes sense. Cause it's fucking theatrical fucking whatever, but I don't is know. Is the songwriter guy still alive? I think he is. Yeah. Someone should get in his ear. 
do a I was just talking biopic, to uh, biopic. Our buddy our buddy Chris who was on the show not too long ago that's a big music. He used to be a music writer and stuff and we were just before we came on the show we were just talking to Instagram about the Beatloaf thing and he's like, "Oh dude, I tried He's like, I tried to watch some like meatloaf live performance from 78 and he's like, it was fucking unbearable. <laughs> but that, that Steinman dude is playing the piano in the band with him and he's like facing away from the crowd, like at the back of the stage, like complete musical autism, the whole show. He's just like his back to the crowd. Are you like, yeah, it sounds about right. He's like, I'm just here for, for meatloaf. <laughs> I'm just here for loaf. I'm just here for Mr. Loaf. <laughs> M loaf. Uh, I don't know. So I don't know if there's anything else anymore. Me I wonder if, I don't know if there's any more. I wonder if the original lyrics time. were, I would do anything for loaf. And then they were like, well, it's a little too, so we got to change that to love. Okay. No, I didn't look up the rest of what, what the guy wrote. And even like you, the thing you said about Elton John, like I get people write song, but like Elton John's like insanely talented. No, no, had, I meant they had, did that, but it worked. It worked very well. Like Elton John wrote all the music like that, and he had a dude who wrote. Like, well, it's like, a, it was also, it was a partnership where I'm like, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I give that a lot more credit than. Uh, yeah. I love Elton John, man. Some dude that's like, oh, it's crazy to me that you can be like rich and famous for 30 years and you've never like really written anything good <laughs> or like nothing that i mean i think he wrote some music in the albums that were not popular at all that no one liked or, or whatever that just kind that of was like really really bad yeah where it's just like how the fuck do you like make a whole living and a career off of uh not yeah just like learn i don't know and i had no clue just he was like, like piggybacking on something else yeah like finding someone else that's good at music and then being like well i'm fat and isn't isn't it sort of a gimmick? It's kind of, he's like the Chris Farley of music. It's like, can you believe it? he's a fat guy and he's singing? You're like, all right, man, it doesn't really. It's not necessarily good. It's just weird. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. At least BB King knew how to play the fucking guitar. You know. What yeah. I mean? No, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah right. I'm just. I don't. I guess he could sing, but I don't. When I hear Meatloaf singing, I don't really think like, wow, what a singer. It's just like a fat guy bellowing more than it really sounds like. Yeah, yeah. it's, oh, it's yeah. not like, like, I like opera music. I mean, not like all the time. I, I, get, I, get you. I know where you're, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's totally, like, his ver yeah. he's got the, the fucking Kmart version of opera. Like yeah, well, like, and I yeah, wouldn't. Well, 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 yeah, and opera is easily, you can easily respect. Actual opera music is totally respectable, yeah. and even classical music. But, like, Broadway shows are just, like, Andrew Lloyd Webber, all that kind of stuff is like stinks. It's bad. Man. Oklahoma, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, dude, yeah, that that's not opera at all. That's fucking like Yankee Doodle Dandy shit. I'm like, who fucking wants to listen to that, dude? No, thank you. <laughs> you like that, Matt? Fucking Yankee Doodle Dandy, get the fuck out of here. Put a feather in my hat and call it macaroni. Like go Yankee Doodle Dandy. That's literally what Meatloaf sounds like to me. Like I'm a Yankee Doodle boy. I, maybe I'm in the wrong fucking business, you know. You would do well. You would do well on yeah. Broadway. I mean, I did write lyrics to the different lyrics to the Entertainer, you know. Yeah. Uh, two one two. Fuck you. Okay, I think we've reached. I think we've reached break time. All right. Yeah.
cry. 